So that's the thing with networking. Hello, introduction. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> podcast about finding your place in the creative industry and the worlds that surround it. My name is Ola and my name is Maggie. So do you know what's actually been on my mind? Mm-hmm. Um, networking. Okay. Recently I went to an event um, and it was a talk about funding and how to f- secure funding and grants and stuff like that and mm-hmm. they had this like designated hour for networking. A whole hour. More or less at the oh. end and <laughs> I always just kind of like, if I ever see anything that says networking, I'm mm. just like, I'm about to bounce. Vibe. Did you go to this event alone? Yeah, okay. but I knew a couple of people who were there. Okay. Um, I didn't know they were going to be there, but they were just there, mm. um, which I guess helped. Because at the beginning, I was definitely like, yeah, I'm not looking to stay for this networking hour. I'm going <laughs> to go. <laughs> but in the end, um, I did actually stay and I guess network. I think the thing that put me off is the whole thought of you having to do something and that's the intention and the only reason someone's talking to you is because they're trying to work out what you can do for them, mm. maybe. Um, and that's kind of like the dirty side of networking, which is not just dirty, but it's like the, <laughs> the kind of thing where you feel like you're selling yourself. Mm. Um, and if you don't have what someone wants, they're not going to want to talk to you. But sometimes it is like that. I feel like when I go to events, being there is like you don't really go there with the intention of networking, but you kind of end up doing it anyways. Like just kind of generally having small talk with strangers or just, you know, random conversation. In those kind of situations, whenever you meet someone is like in your head, map out how they can be beneficial to you. It sounds bad, but I think in a business setting, you kind of need to think like that when you're in those scenarios i agree when you're in like a networking event not if you're going to like a party or something that's quite laid back and low-key but i feel like if you know if it's kind of like a drinks reception yeah aka networking because <laughs> like when they kind of try and dress it up with these fancy terms it's networking that's essentially what we're all here to do and it's like most of the time it's not strange or odd if you see someone whip out a business card you have a business card yeah Okay. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I do. Most of the times when I do go to like events, I kind of just carry them around with me. Don't necessarily give them out. Most of the time, a lot of people are like, okay, what's your Insta? And it's not social media. when you give out someone, give your business card to someone, and then they start playing with it. Have you seen, well, have you seen that? <laughs> in, in front this of your eyes. Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> curling up the corners. <laughs> Like, okay, that's going to end up in the trash. <laughs> yeah, but but sometimes that. I play with them. Like, if someone gives me a card, or literally I play with, like, Maybe paper. I know, you're the person that I'm watching. No! <laughs> Business cards, it says a lot about your brand there. Like, this is really random. It's something that I even picked up at uni, because I remember on my course, actually, it was in our final year, one of the modules was literally called Personal Publicity Package. So that was supposed to be our introduction into getting into the working world we literally had a lecture on business cards the business card lecture i remember it was just like avoid any kind of ambiguity just be as clear on what it is you do as possible but yeah anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i just have this i don't know it's like a phobia it's like i can i think i'm a, I'm a weird one because it's like I'm definitely a quiet person, that's for sure. 
I wouldn't necessarily say I'm shy. But I don't I'm not, think you're quiet. You don't think I'm quiet? I'm not no. a loud person. So that's loud, why I'm saying I'm but quiet. You're, not quiet. <laughs> you're, not, you're, but you're definitely not quiet. But I'm I feel quiet, like... but I'm not shy. That's what I'm saying. They're different. Can you get out of the room? <laughs> okay, so you don't think I'm a quiet person? No. How? Who told you you're quiet? Me. <laughs> Myself. You're definitely not quiet. I feel like it takes you a while to warm up to people. I feel like that's, that's normal for most people that are slightly introverted. But you're definitely not quiet. Okay. If anything, you don't. You, you literally don't pipe down. Like you're. Oh my god. <laughs> but I meant more to quite in terms of just not that I don't talk, but I'm just not loud. Like literally, do you know what I mean? I'm quite. Yeah, quite introverted. Mm. Or would you consider yourself an introvert? Yeah, I I would definitely. I mean, I've done, I've done quite a few tests and stuff you know those like personality tests and stuff but i always get introvert or 50 50 and for mm. me it just depends on where i'm at how i'm feeling and stuff i'm kind of person that i like to be alone i'm mm. very happy doing things alone yeah i'm very happy staying at home but as well i like to be around people mm. but people that i choose to be around with okay so like with events and stuff like i want to go to um festivals and stuff like that and i don't mind being around loads of people like i like going out i like socializing like if i go to Just a party being, okay. but i want to be around i'm not doing it necessarily to be around those other people i'm doing it because it's a social activity with my friends mm-hmm. <laughs> and people you're familiar with yeah okay yeah. Yeah. yeah that makes sense you know even though you obviously you're aware of your kind of personality traits i mean how have you found it networking when it comes to having to more or less be the face of your business and put yourself out there. How have you kind of managed to do that? I think when I'm in situations where I have to do something and Mm -hmm. I have to push myself to do it, most of the time I can just do it. So I might, my heart might be like beating out of my chest, (laughs) (laughs) but I will go and speak to someone. And most of the time you find out that it's, doesn't go as badly as you think. There has definitely been some, to some kind of mixes and stuff I've been to where I'm just kind of like stuck in a very boring conversation or I'm just like, oh, I just cannot bring myself to go up to another person. Mm. I'm literally just going to go to the bar or I'm going to just cut. Yeah. <laughs> this is sometimes it's just not in me. Like mm. I wake up that morning and that's just not what I want to do. And there's some days where it just e- it's just easy. Mm. But I think networking is a thing that with any kind of skill is practice. Yeah, of course. The more you do it, and there are the certain become, exactly, yeah. and there are certain things you can do in terms of you can take um, workshops and classes, and I've been to a couple about you know reading a room and you know open groups, closed groups, and mm-hmm. intersecting groups, and the best place to stand in a room. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, when you get there, you forget all of that. Yeah, you know, and you're just kind of looking for either a familiar face or a friendly face, or mm-hmm. if you're really quite good at this a face that you've researched already that you want to specifically talk to. Mm. I think knowing kind of like what you want out of the situation helps mm-hmm. because then you're not just going around talking to anyone and everyone to pass time. Yeah. You're kind of like, I'm here in a certain situation because I know certain kind of people are going to be here mm. and those are the people that I'm trying to connect with. But then as well, you also want to kind of sometimes feel like you're making natural connections with people, not just... I'm another person who's just trying to get you to do something for me. But mm. you don't want to be fake with it. So I don't know. Sometimes it's pretty hard. And that's the first stage of networking. It's like you're in an event, you're finding the people you want to speak to, 
you're swapping business cards or instagrams and then you have to keep in contact with them Mm. and i kind of find that if i don't match if there's not something that's like hot to for us to do right now i'm like i can literally see how we're going to work together Mm. for me it's almost impossible to stay in contact with them i know everyone's like oh you do this follow-up email and this and that yeah but i just can't do it (laughs) yeah you can't do it or you just what you just just don't think to do it it's just not on the forefront of my mind to message someone that i might need in like 10 months time mm. it's just not my mind because i know they work at this place but i'm not ready to work to work with them mm. some people take things on a more personal some people can see it's a job and what they do they're a gateway to a certain thing so people are just going to message them for certain things and they shouldn't take it personal but other people i feel like you have to build up that relationship for them to do this thing for you or for them to invite you into certain things but it's like mm. if i kind of had that natural kind of rapport with someone it's a lot easier to kind of like reach out to them and I think Instagram does help as well because you can just kind of have casual convo quite easily in between, I don't know, talking to them about a potential project you might want to do. I think for me, yeah, I mean, I've been in positions where I've had to network. So in one of my corporate jobs, which I was doing, I don't know why I say like, corporate, anyway, in one of the corporate jobs I was doing, um, I remember we had this function um it was at the house of commons um basically it was um an event to highlight um international students um, and their contribution to the uk economy so at this event there was numerous kind of student ambassadors from like different universities there were attaches from like different um embassies um within the uk there were members of parliament there. There were senior members of the company where I worked. And then in this situation, like literally it was two hours of networking. I think it's the anticipation that makes everything worse. Like when you can That's see- That's the thing. And I think because I had saw, I had seen like the agenda, like everything was working to this schedule and was on schedules. Like it was kind of inevitable. There was no escaping it really, but I feel like it, it wasn't as um, intense as I thought it was going to be. And sometimes I feel like networking is unnecessary. It is kind of a necessary part of any job that you're doing. So I kind of felt like I was, in a way, able to kind of work the room. So it's like anyone that kind of glanced at me slightly or even gave me half a <laughs> smile, that was literally my opportunity to like walk over to them like, hi, I'm Maggie. But again, it goes back to what you're saying. It's like, you know, you have to be able to read the room, read people's body language, like read certain situations, even if you are interjecting into a conversation that's happened. It's, it's like knowing When's the yeah, right time when the right time now, to do yeah. it. <laughs> well, sometimes it's just see this all the time. It's like people kind of like sidestepping and like edging themselves slowly into like a group of people talking. Sometimes it's like, you just got to do that. When the moment presents itself, then yeah, you slip them like your business card. In that kind of high pressure environment, it's like sink or swim. Like obviously you have to work the room because otherwise what are you going to do? You're just going to stand in the corner eating sandwiches and like <laughs> drinking sometimes your- that's what you're there for. Your right? champagne. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I think in those kind of situations, yeah, I surprised myself at how I'm able to overcome any fear or anxiety I may have when it comes to just talking to strangers in some situations or you know you just avoid certain topics when you are talking to strangers and you kind of just talk about maybe 
the surface level stuff where you talk about things that you know about um or you know if, if even if it's something a topic you don't really necessarily understand i feel like depending on the person you're talking to sometimes they're happy to kind of almost educate you on that but not in a patronizing way i found that when it comes to networking events and it's kind of more up my street and more about the things that i care about or if it's about contemporary art or maybe fashion actually not so much fashion but if it's about <laughs> <laughs> But if it's like, you know, a kind of an arts um, and culture type of networking event, I feel like I'm more at ease. Sometimes it's, it's not even just about the people. It's like the, the setting, like the music, how loud the music is. Sometimes you yeah. have music there. Sometimes the music is a bit too loud that it, it's not really conducive to um, mm. a networking environment. Yeah. Or um, So you find that people just kind of stay in the same maybe groups. Or yeah. it, then it looks like everyone knows each other, but they don't. And mm. then you feel a bit weird, just like... Exactly feeling like you're interrupting friendship groups and I think it's a lot of it's just in your own head definitely I would consider myself an introvert and I feel like sometimes I do overthink things a lot and overanalyze things that literally needn't any analysis at all I feel like sometimes it's almost like self-sabotage really just kind of like setting myself up for failure before I've even kind of started or even entered any kind of conversation or room. I think for me though, it's just that word. It's like, if you don't call it a networking event, I'll probably be okay. But as soon as I see networking, that's when I'm just like, oh gosh. And then the anxiety comes through. And I'm like, don't know if I can do it. Don't know if I can go. Because yeah. already in my head, I'm like, I have to go and do this thing. Whereas if I'm just going to an event, let's say it's um a private view, I can go there. I can look at the art and I can leave or I can speak to someone mm. or I can speak to loads of people or I can stand by myself. And there's like, there's no um expectations of the event mm. apart from to see the art or whatever. Yeah. But when it's like, okay, networking and blah, 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 that's when I'm like, oh, great. So everyone's there thinking, okay, I have to speak. The business yeah, hats Yeah, business yeah. hats, business yeah. cards. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I don't want to speak to you because you're not useful for me. That kind of thing, that thing mm. a bit like you're not maybe worthy of what you bring into the table, that kind mm. of thing. So I think that's the thing that mainly um, puts me puts me off. I know I need to do it mm. m- more. On Sometimes I think something that I kind of beat myself up a bit about is that I am sometimes in situations where I can take a lot more advantage of the mm. people that are around me. Um, but advantage in a good way. In a good way, definitely. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. um, I can probably offer them something and they would be... Um, can offer me something that kind of mm. like two way thing, but I don't always take it up because I'm not really thinking of it as well as a networking event. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you're just out, and then you see someone and like, oh, they're just out as well. I don't really want to bother there. Was there's other people that I'm around that, around that I can see they're always thinking about connections mm. and mm-hmm. okay, that person I need to go speak to that person. But I there need are to do some this, people it just that. comes naturally for them. That's what I find. It's kind of like they're just able to assess like the situation or like the vibe and then literally before you know it, it's like they're off like talking to someone <laughs> you came with them but it's just like boy they came here like on their own agenda <laughs> it's about kind of putting yourself in these situations i wouldn't say like i have like social anxiety but i feel like sometimes i can be extremely like socially awkward which is why and it's like something i've come to terms with i've accepted it but <laughs> <laughs> You know, it is what it is. So it's just like, how can I work around this? And how can I not let it, you know, stop me from the things that I need to do? So sometimes it's about putting yourself out there, though you may not necessarily want to do it. So for example, last year, October, I was selected for this curatorial intensive. So it was for the Lagos um, Biennale. 
Okay, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had selected well at the time what they had said they were you know <laughs> supposed to select only about 15 people from across the world so I was one of those people so I was just like wow this is like a great opportunity obviously my family are from Nigeria and I, I do know some people in Lagos but not necessarily people who work in the creative industry or the arts so I just felt like okay I'm more or less going to be by myself but it's a great opportunity to kind of meet um level-headed people and also people who are like emerging creators and essentially you know learn about like the whole methodology and also like the strategic elements when it comes to um curation essentially that's what I do in addition to the magazine so yeah going to this event obviously when I arrived it was kind of you know a bit daunting there was supposed to be um a six-day intensive course so even when you roll up, it's just like, it feels like your first day of school or something. <laughs> so you're like, no, it's like, literally I got the taxi and I was like walking up towards the gallery, like where, where the workshop was taking place. Like I already had butterflies and you know, when you get like, you feel like you need to do a nervous poop. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, I'm excited, but I'm just like, I'm like nervous at the same time. So it's even with that, I'm working it up and I'm just kind of overthinking things in my head. You know, luckily for me is that like there was like a WhatsApp group, which was created beforehand. And a lot of the people who were also on this um, intensive work Workshop, they were also staying in the same accommodation it kind of alleviated a bit of pressure and anxiety mm. I had about rolling up there by myself and not really knowing anyone so yeah even when we kind of all arrived and what I thought was supposed to be 15 people turned out to be about 45 of us <laughs> but we moved <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean even with this it was it was definitely the first day was high pressure because it was just very intense um in the sense that I, again, I do not like public speaking and probably mm. something that, you know, over time I do want to kind of perfect, work on, et cetera, et cetera. But having to kind of give what 10 minute presentation about who you are and what you do, you know, it sounds quite simple saying it out loud, but even thinking about that at that time is literally enough to make you want to shit yourself. Because uh, my name is yeah, uh, stuttering, waffling, <laughs> rambling, like all yeah. of that shaky voice, shaky hands. Like it's just like everyone was going through it, but it was quite, it was like quite nice and quite reassuring that everyone you could see everyone was nervous, that but you shared know, experience. Yeah, it was a yeah. shared experience. As the days went on, it was just like being in the positions that I was in. I was thinking, I'm here. I wasn't able to kind of secure any funding from institutions is like I've paid my own way to be here so I felt like if I didn't maximize this opportunity and yeah. really like make those connections talk to people based in different places in Germany America like there's people from like all over the world I feel like if I didn't do what I needed to do you know just put myself out there I would really regret it really open myself out up and just put myself out there that doesn't necessarily mean talking for the sake of talking but I feel like at the same time it's just getting to know people's stories just listening um mm. and understanding what people do sometimes that does involve maybe challenging people's perceptions I do feel like that experience in itself was valuable I was able to kind of talk about myself my passions my projects in a way that I have never done when you're in certain environments and you know it's like the stakes are high it's all on you it's kind of like a kick up the bum regardless of whatever kind of anxieties or like pressures or any kind of fears or phobias you may have is like all of that you gotta put all of that shit to the side nice thing about that environment though is you know it's not like oh it's this two hour thing or this one day thing and then at the end you guys have a hour or two to kind of get to know each other and then go home mm. you had like a span of about a week where yeah. you have time to kind of naturally mm -hmm. get to know people yeah. because it's not possible in 
one day exactly. or one hour to kind of speak to everyone and make a real connection. Exactly. So even if it's people that you'll never speak to again, it's like at that time on Wednesday at lunch, mm. this was the right time to speak to you. Exactly. But if I had spoke to you on Monday, it would have been a different maybe situation. Maybe you would exactly. have not been as open, mm-hmm. you would have been still nervous or I would have been still nervous or mm-hmm. I would have had to like force the interaction by literally being like, I'm scouting you out and following you around to talk to you because you just weren't there, you yeah. know? So it's nice that you could organically build these um, relationships and networks, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, but situations like that, they can't just happen all the time. Not everyone has like a week to just exactly. come together and learn mm-hmm. something new and meet new people exactly <laughs> and I, I think like also meeting people kind of you know they're on the same a similar journey as you like they're kind of um some of them were independent some people were you know they have the backing of the institution because they work for certain um museums or galleries but it was just being in that environment mm. i feel like that was extremely rare so do you have any networking <laughs> what tips yeah <laughs> tips so next time we're at a networking place what's like your top top um, i i don't want to give a number just top stuff things um like real life practical like what you do not just that oh make sure you're standing <laughs> at this angle you know what i mean it's like <laughs> <laughs> what are like real life okay when i'm at, in, at a networking event mm. this is what i do i think if i see someone alone I feel like that's a lot easier to speak to one person and then maybe, you know, other people can join the conversation that you're having. But I feel like it's a lot easier to approach one person than it is a group of people. Yeah. Um. So, but when I have been to um, events, maybe if it's like um, a preview for art exhibition or... I don't know, maybe some sort of fashion event. I feel like it's easier to speak to one person. So I think sometimes just striking up a conversation, whether you're talking about, you know, their day or you're asking them about what they do or what they think of, you know, the artwork or if they're familiar with the artist, I feel like it's easier to just talk to one person um, at a time rather than kind of bulldozing your way into groups. Because sometimes it's, it's just extremely, it's just like, like hella awkward. I think the awkward. worst is when there's actually one person in the group that you need to speak to. Yeah. And you're like, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, yeah, I was about to leave. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to, do you know what I mean? It's like, that's the worst because then you're either awkwardly waiting around for them to like, yeah. finish and break away or you have to. You're just like loitering. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's just easier to speak to one person at a time. I think that that's, that would be yeah. my tip especially for someone who's not um you know you're not that confident or you're not that comfortable or you're not that or you're not there yet um, yeah i think that's completely fine but i think yeah just being um i think being self-aware is important too because i think sometimes what i don't realize is especially when i do go to events by myself it's like maybe if i'm going to a talk or a discussion or something it's like i just have quite a straight face and sometimes i think or what i've been told is that i look quite unapproachable it sounds a bit weird sometimes just smile to yourself change yeah, your body language and just, yeah or just try not to look disinterested in what's happening so you know avoid being on your phone or i think just things like that um it does it has helped me um 
when I think back on like recent events that I have attended. Um, yeah, I'll say like those are my tips. I mean, these are things that I I practice. So I'm definitely not gonna advise anyone on the shit that I'm not doing. <laughs> so it's just there's no make sure. You, yeah, it's true. Because some people really be they're really just giving you some like, yeah. bogus. Not bogus advice. It probably works for someone, but. I want to know, like, what do you really yeah. do? Like, Don't come and tell me what I should be doing and you're not doing that at all. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Maybe quite similar to you. I think if it's an event and maybe there's a film showing or there's art or whatever, I find it quite easier, a lot easier, because then I can, like, at least let that be, like, the opening question and that's a nice way to start a conversation. Mm. I personally am not really a fond fan of groups even if I know everyone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, as in, like, conversations in large groups and stuff. I yeah. feel like I'm just, like, I'm someone who's always, like, happy to listen as well. And if it's, like, a lot of overpowering characters, it's just not going to work for me. Yeah. So, personally, as well, I'll choose smaller groups. One person. Mm-hmm. Always, like, quite easy to start conversations as well by, like, the bar or the food section as well can be <laughs> quite um, yeah. a good way to like start convo. Mm-hmm. And um, I think also if you if you know there's someone there you specifically want to talk to, like don't be afraid to like just go and talk to them. You never know when you're mm-hmm. going to get that opportunity again. Even if it's a thing where you're just telling them that you mm-hmm. you love their work, at least it's a stepping stone for you building up your confidence to kind of go to people that you up to people that you think are unreachable yeah um but i think generally probably quite similar Mm. to you to be honest like i think the one thing i would add also is just to explore i feel like it's good not to stay in one place when you go to events or any kind of networking um yeah any kind of like networking event that you do go to it's good to explore walk around don't just kind of stay in one spot the whole night um and i think especially when if you are going to places by yourself it's just it's good to walk around like maybe just get a sense of the room like feel like the vibe sometimes it starts starts off easier maybe just talking to the staff like maybe the people that are putting on the event maybe it could be like the waiter it could be anyone Mm. like i think that's it makes it a lot easier just kind of scope out your surroundings um rather than kind of just standing in one corner of the room yeah. Um, oh, and then the last thing actually, maybe coming early. I think. I mean, if you if you feel a bit nervous about doing it by yourself, um, come early because then it's easier to kind of gauge as well who's come with who. Mm. Um, you kind of kind of build up talking to people, um, before the room is super busy, mm. as well. And it's more likely to be maybe if there's someone who did come with someone, they might be waiting for their friend and then you can speak to them and then meet the friend. And I found it easier then coming really late and then everyone's already already yeah, like in, in their, their little groups, groups talking mm. and you kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only one who's the only one here. And all the groups are formed and people have been drinking for two hours already. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this is too much. I don't know where to start. So I would say coming early. It's always a good shout as well. Yeah, you'll be there for longer, but I think you're more likely, you can ease into it a bit more and like mm. throwing yourself in the deep end, especially if you do suffer from like anxiety or you are like a major introvert or, or you know, you're just feeling uncomfortable. It's a good thing mm-hmm. to come early. Well, that's another thing about networking actually is that once you do meet someone or talk to someone, you can introduce them to someone else and they can introduce you to someone else that they've mm. spoken to. So that's also a nice thing about networking if people yeah. are in that mentality of you know 
sharing yeah <laughs> yeah i mean if people actually want to share their contacts because i feel like i've been in situations where people are just selfish yeah with the people they know what networking things do you have today yeah i'm going to this event at the africa center so it's um been put on by british council okay yeah a friend sent it to me so it's funny it's like i know her from lisbon i always mm. forget about that yeah i lived in lisbon for a month <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe, yeah, that's a, that's for another day. But yeah, I lived in Lisbon for a month. So she was a friend who I knew from out there. So now she's moved back to London. Um, so she invited me to this event. They're basically talking about their agenda within the arts for the sub-Saharan Africa region. Um, so I think they do have a few speakers and panellists, so people who work um, for the public sector within... Um, Art, yeah, within various art institutions um, in sub-Saharan Africa. So yeah, it should be interesting. I think, again, there's literally like a whole designated, I think it's an hour and a half from what I remember of networking at the end. <laughs> Definitely not staying for the whole thing. But that's but the thing, you always feel like <laughs> that, but sometimes you get sucked into these really good conversations and you meet yeah. really interesting people. You're like, oh my gosh, I was meant to leave. Um, an hour ago yeah. or you tell people oh I can only you know stay for 30 minutes it's like two hours later so sometimes that's the thing it just works out but mm. other times it's like an hour and a half um, like. that's the thing <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just such a coincidence because um, someone who I met um, in Lagos at the curatorial intensive like she mm. wrote me and she just basically said she's going to be there today also it would be good to kind of attend this event because I think they will talk about you know what a lot of people who are working independently want to know about which is you know funding resources um and essentially how to reach various audiences and how to connect with you know art practitioners who are based you know um in africa like you know at the same time you want to collaborate with people and even though you're based in the west but it's about kind of you know keeping that integrity like how when you are collaborating with this with these people not coming yeah. across as like you know elitist well thanks for listening to episode four is it four yeah episode four yeah yeah <laughs> yeah thanks for listening um um we'll see you in two weeks well you'll hear from us in two weeks follow us on instagram and twitter displaced people ppl and yeah bye bye speak to you soon